0: recordings in
1: progress hey thank you so much Atiba, for joining the we don't play show today how are you
0: i am awesome and guess what we're not gonna play today
1: <laughs> <laughs> every day all day you know that's facts because you know when people come to listen to this episode or show or podcast they're usually like what are we about to expect what are we about to get into and I'm always excited because when I have, you know, people like you with this experience and with this expertise, it just makes me sit back because I want you to be the star of the show. I want you to take the whole nine yards and let people know, hey, if you're not listening to to favor, listen to me, wow. <laughs> because yeah, right, right. there has to be some type of correlation. So I'm glad that you're here and joining us today.
0: Hey man, Thank you for the opportunity. Um, All drugs aside, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and and to share with you, your audience, and to learn as well, man. Because, you know, it goes both ways. We're going to learn from each other.
1: So, thank you. 100%. You're welcome. Anytime, anytime. So, I think the best way to start this is for people to know who you are. You know, how did you get started into this whole journey with SEO, traffic, repurposing content, dominating social media, branding, how did this all start up? What, what triggered this?
0: Man, that was a mouthful that you just said too. That's a lot.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but, but, but thank you. So for me, this all goes way back to 1996. I started in search in 1996. Uh, me and two friends sat in my mother's basement and we wrote a search engine in 1996 favor. Um, and that's what got me started in search. Now, I've been in search in one way, shape or form ever since. Uh, from there, I went on to build search systems for the government, we, uh, major systems for um, the EPA, the INS, the IRS, DLA, the Army, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of the letter agencies. Uh, we built major search systems for them before I went back into the private sector, where I've been now since about 2007
1: whoa that's like that's about a long time (laughs) i don't even want to count
0: (laughs) a long time yeah long before there was something called seo we were doing search
1: exactly thank you for saying that because people think seo is like this new coined language that showed up in the 21st century and it's always been there so If you could just take us back, take us that way back machine a little bit, you know, what was search like back in the day when it was Yahoo and AOL and, you know, the other stuff too, and then fast forward to now, what has changed?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great question. Um, and you know, it's, it's interesting because people ask me, why did you create a search engine? And and we created one back then because we didn't know about Yahoo. Like that's how small Yahoo was back then. Mm. Okay, Google didn't even exist yet, right? Um, and the thing about it was back in those days, it, it really was, there, there wasn't a lot on the internet. That's number one. There just wasn't a lot out there and most of it was just textual based, okay? Um, and it was easy. You created a website and you put it up and the search engine found it. you going to write because there just wasn't much competition. Even coming into the um, the early 2000s, right? Uh, it, it's it's funny because in the early 2000s, when search engines and Google first started to really pop up and people started using the term Google as a verb, not just a thing. You know, it was still, people didn't understand how to use search. And that was the, the challenge that existed early was the reality that A search engine was a piece of software, right? That was attempting to serve you results and give you back information. But it was thinking like a piece of software and humans couldn't think that way. Right. And that's where there were these issues between what people put into search and what the results were, and that's what Google has been working on for the last almost 25 years now of, of solving. Right. if you ever watch the movie that google did on Bert, um their latest invention you'll see that they even say it. we've been trying to solve this forever and that's where we were back in the beginning realizing that you know people think in one way but the computer reacts in another yeah and that created a, a, a congruency issue in the results that people were getting and so when we got back into the private sector, that was huge because you had people who had figured out how to manipulate the search algorithm, Google especially, right? And get a whole bunch of junky stuff at the top of search because they figured out how to gain the computer. Don't believe me? Go listen to Russell Brunson. Now, I love Russell Brunson, but go listen to him. And go, and, and when you listen to him, you realize he says this. This is what they were doing back then. Yeah, it was. Right? And that was honestly the major problem that happened that Google is still trying to solve today. Was that? 15, 16 years later.
1: Right. And I think a major component of this is how people search, too. Because when people search for things, they get results. But those results are not always the results they're looking for. That's why people can go to YouTube and go through 10 thumbnails to find one result because they don't know what they're going to find. So it's kind of like going into the abyss without figuring out what they're going to find. But when they find it, they're like, oh, gold mine. So if now we put on a different hat and say, okay, I'm the business owner. I got
0: changed
1: (laughs) hats. I like that. (laughs) You know, I'm the business owner and I just started my business in January. I just got to know about SEO in December and we're about to start a whole new year and I don't have anything on the internet, but I'm on social media. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, right? But my website is non-existent. It is existing, but no one really visits it. Nobody knows it exists, exists, right? That clearly is not there, you know? So how does someone go from thinking that way as a business owner and tapping into that resource so that... By the time they look at that next year, looking back, they're like, I'm glad I made that decision to find myself on the Internet.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, the answer to that question is changing. Um, the landscape for that question is changing. And, and here's why. And, and I kind of said it a little bit earlier. In 1996, you can put up a website and it would rank because yeah. it just wasn't a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. In 2007, you could put up a website and gain the system and get it to rank. In 2012, the system became a little bit harder to gain, but you could still do it, right? Between 2012 and 2018 existed this time period of good content that needed to be created, where Google started to understand it. And this is the key word in, in what you just said, um, or the key thought in what you just said. The, the word is intent. There is an intent behind why a searcher searches. They're looking for a specific thing. Google's goal is to get them that specific thing as quickly as possible. They don't want you going through 10 thumbnails to find the answer. They want to give you the answer right away. But in order to do that, they have to figure out intent. Okay. Now that word intent is what led to this entire barrage of statements of create good content that nobody ever seemed to understand, which really was a big thing. 2018, uh, sorry, 2012 to 18 to 20 ish where people were like, okay, what is good content? What is good content? Like content that people want to read. Well, it isn't just content that people want to read. It was content that met the intent, which is why they wanted to read it. Okay. Now. That's where we've been. And I said, there's a shifting landscape because what's happened is people have gotten smarter. That's what we do. We're people, we're human. We're going to get smarter. And people have started to figure out, okay. So basically what I need to do is understand my customer better, figure out their intent and create content to match that intent. Well, those of us who did it for our clients early saw great dividends, but now more and more and more and more of your competition is doing the same thing, which is why you can put up a website in January, come back in December and nobody knows it exists because guess what? Your competition did the same thing. Your competition actually did it better than you. They ranked, you didn't. Okay. Fast forward. Now I didn't even say fast forward. Rewind 22. I'm rewinding you a bit to 2020. Now, We all know that 2020 is going to go down as COVID. And that's what people say, COVID. And I get it, I totally get it, but there were some hidden gems inside of COVID. And here were some of the hidden gems inside of COVID for your business as it relates to SEO. Number one, before COVID, TikTok was on the rise before COVID COVID. Facebook and Instagram were scrambling to keep up with video. Before COVID, Google was watching video and trying to figure out okay, where's it going to go? I mean, we still own YouTube, so we're still the leader, but where, where, where is this going? What's really going to happen? Where are things really going to land? Then, inside out of 2020, what happened? Well, COVID, we were all home and we all had a choice. Because we were all going to go and sit on our devices. Let's call a spade a spade. We all sat on our devices for most of COVID. Okay? True. And when we were on our devices, we had a choice. We could either read or watch. What did we choose? Watch. We chose to watch. We chose to watch. And so what happened was what was already predicted that video was the future of content marketing, that's already been predicted. That was predicted years ago. COVID sped that up. So now Google would have been sitting on the sideline, watching TikTok, watching Instagram reels and seeing where things were going to fall, decided, nope, we're jumping in too with YouTube Shorts. And we're about to put a whole bunch of money into YouTube Shorts, because we're going to compete with them. We're coming in to compete, we're we're, we're the big boy. Watch out, we're coming, okay? And so all of that, and you say, okay, I get all of that, and I get white video, but what the hell does that have to do with SEO? It has to do with SEO. Here's what it has to do with SEM is in the midst of all of that, that was going on. there was a very key point that was missed that Google put out that nobody paid any attention to because it was a little innocuous statement at the end of 2020. Google decided we were going to, sorry, 2021, not 2020, 2021, Google decided they were going to. Categorize 60% of their search inventory as video first. In other words, we want to show a video on page one before written content for 60% of the inventory. When Google said that they also knew they only had 22% of that inventory covered by video. So it was almost 40% of the, the, their inventory. They didn't, they didn't even have this, the, the videos to write, that they wanted to. What does that say for you as a business owner listening to us right now? Yeah, you're listening to the two of us chat and stuff, but what does that really mean for you? It means that if you started your business in January, now it's going into December, and you're in December, and you're like, hey, something's got to change next year. How the heck can I get ahead of this SEO thing? Guess what? There are keywords that Google has prioritized in your industry that they are waiting for you to create a video for so they can rank it on page one, ahead of all of your competition who's still doing this, writing content.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's why video matters to you with
1: SEO. You know what you just done? You've kind of like... <laughs> you've raised the bar and then you dropped the bombshell because... Another thing that comes to mind is imposter syndrome. That's another that's a whole different conversation. They're like, "I got to do my makeup. I got to get my hair done. I got to look right for the TV. Maybe my lighting is wrong." You know, people just have those excuses and they're like, "Okay, I can probably put out a meme, but I wouldn't put out my face, you know, on that meme because I'd rather let people watch that and, you know, stay away from the yeah. The social yeah. network. So, how do you tell someone what you've just said and convince them that they do need it, knowing that they do, but they have to go over and overcome that problem?
0: Yeah. You know, that's a really great question. Um, and it's a great question because it's a reality question, right? Yeah. Um, we all face imposter syndrome. Let, let's, let's call it spade a spade, right? I don't really care who you are listening to me right now, I face imposter syndrome. You face imposter syndrome let's just go ahead and admit it yeah and in and, and it may look different for you and i right it may show up differently in our world and that's fine that's fine but we're going to deal right now because that's what you asked me we're going to deal right now with that imposter syndrome about how i look and how i show up and what my background is and what my lighting is and what my tech is and, and oh, yeah and I want you to get on TikTok because you're already there. And I want you to look at some of those videos on TikTok and be honest. Yo, do those people actually look that polished? Great. Point. Do they? Like, if you're going to be honest about what you consume yourself, you'll realize the majority of people you consume have hair out of place. Mm-hmm. oh my gosh look at that zit on her face dude can you shave <laughs> right and it's just a reality and and the thing that happens is and it's so funny i was having this conversation with someone else um that i'm helping with video right now and and she's um you know creating videos and, and she's been on a track and it's working well. Her channel's growing. She's getting engagement, and, and she's like, "Yeah, but I feel like I need to be more high energy." Number one, she's selling nature, wellness, and meditation. Like, what do you need to be high energy for? People are coming to you to be calm.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: right. But what's happening then It's the same thing as you, when you're saying, what do I, how do I look on camera? It's because what you're doing is you're comparing yourself to someone else. You have this picture in your mind. Maybe it's Anderson Cooper, maybe it's Oprah, maybe it's whoever it is that by the way, spends millions of dollars to look perfect and have cameras that are worth more than your house look the way they do, and then they go into posts where they brush them up to make them look even better. And you're comparing yourself to that. And saying, well, I can't be that. Guess what? Your customer does not care. Your customer wants to connect with you. Your customer wants to know that you are a real person. Your customer wants to trust you. They're not here to trust your makeup with mm. your fan, right? They're here to
1: trust your heart. Mm. I think that has really calmed the storm. Honestly, because that is one thing I, I hear a lot. And I'm also on Clubhouse a lot. And I do a lot of social audio listening. And those are the questions that keep coming up. And they're like, I'd rather be on audio than video. But like you said, video is the way. And you can literally use audio and still turn it into video if you're really smart. Right about it so i think one of the things that people need to understand is how can they simplify seo search engine optimization in the most basic way possible that does not sound daunting or overbearing or even overwhelming is there a way that someone can just knock that out in two three minutes because it's a long-term game but yeah
0: so we're going to talk about video seo Y'all ready for this? I got five points
1: for you. Five, hey. five, five. Five,
0: five points. Y'all ready for this? Yes. I'm show sure y'all ready for this. Let's okay. go.
1: <laughs> Here
0: we go. Here we go. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun. Here's what we're going to do. First thing I want you to do, I want you to pull out your phone. I know you have one. Everybody has one. Right? Don't lie to me and tell me you don't. Because believe me, if it broke yesterday, you bought a new one today. You got a phone. You got a smartphone. I know you do. I want you to turn that smartphone on. Once you turn that smartphone on, there's an app on here called the camera, okay? I guarantee you have this app. I don't care what platform you're on, they all have this app. Trust me on that, okay? So we're gonna open this camera app right here. Once we open the camera app, there is a setting in here where you can go to video. Right, so we can either take pictures or we can do video. And you may not have known that before, but I wanna make sure you know that today. So you're gonna go to the setting where it takes video, okay? Once you're there, you're gonna take the camera and you're gonna put it in front of your face. And you're going to think for a moment, what was one of the last questions that a customer asked me? Think about it for a moment. Okay, you got the question? I know you got the question, because you got customers. So they, they ask you questions all the time. All right, you got the question. Good, good. Now that you have the question, go ahead, look at the camera and answer the question. I want you to answer that question right here on the camera. Right? Oh, I forgot one step. You gotta hit record. Oop, forgot that. Before you answer the question, make sure you hit record. Okay, that's the big round button with the red in the middle. Hit record, answer the question. Once you're done, once you're done, go back to that big line button, hit it again. That will stop the recording, folks. Okay, that will stop the recording. Now, once the recording has stopped and you've answered the question, what I want you to do then is go to your all apps, which I know you have on your phone. There's an app called YouTube. I want you to click on that YouTube app. Once that YouTube app opens, down in the middle Bottom of the app is a circle with a plus sign. You're going to press that circle with the plus sign, and a menu is going to pop up. And the second thing on that menu says "Upload Video." You're going to choose "Upload Video." When you choose "Upload Video," you're going to then be presented with all of the videos in your camera reel. You're going to choose the video that you just created when you were answering the question, and you're going to upload the video. Then YouTube's going to do a really funny thing. It's going to ask you. So it's going to ask you, what is the title of that video? The title of the video is going to be the question that you answered. Don't put anything else in, just put the words of the question, the exact words of the question. That's it. Then YouTube's going to ask you a dis- for a description. Write the title of the video, the question, again, first line of the, the description, and then talk a little bit about what you talked about in that video once you do that go ahead and press upload let it upload let it upload he was like is that it is that it listen I had a guy come to me I was in Austin at a conference a couple weeks ago and a guy came to me because he he had heard me on a call uh, some weeks before And he came up to me in line, uh, in the lunch line, and he said, dude, I I just gotta thank you. I gotta thank you because I did those steps that you said. I turned on my camera. I answered a question. I put the title, I put the description, just like you said, and I uploaded it to YouTube. I uploaded it on Monday, and on Tuesday, I was number four in Google. Sir, ma'am, listening to me right now, that's called mastering SEO.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think this is a, a good challenge I, I think would really take place You know, for 2023 Because people are going to use video more Yes People are going to use Siri, Alexa, Google Name it, more And what those platforms are going to pick up Is what you put in Yes And most people don't know what to put in Because they don't know how to put it the right way And sometimes they're like, oh, take one, take two, take three. And then they go and chop it up and put it together. But I'm like, people can see if you're genuine through the camera. If you sound all bossy, cocky, they'll be like, yeah, I ain't got time for this. I'll skip this ad. But if you're genuinely there to help someone, they'll actually give you their time, which is a valuable asset. Yes.
0: More valuable than money, baby
1: exactly exactly and you know another thing too you mentioned is is branding and repurposing you know could you talk a little bit about that especially when it comes to omni channel marketing which is a yeah, big absolutely. Word. <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely absolutely so you know I, I gave you a blueprint right there of number one how to start from video and number mm-hmm. two how to master video said, yes right out the gate is there more that you can do absolutely there is okay however that's the basics and believe me most people don't do the basics right and so if you just do the basics you will be so far ahead of everybody else let me also just drop this right now if if you don't mind but if you go to my website clientattractionpros.com slash start clientattractionpros.com backslash start i've got a free um downloadable there for you it's got SOPs and everything that teach you exactly what I just told you how to do. Okay. Go get that. It's all yours for free. Now, once you've created content, let's say you answer this question and it took you 10 minutes to answer the question, right? And you've created the content and you've put it out on YouTube. That's fantastic. But It doesn't end there. Because if all you do is put it on YouTube, great. But what about your customers who are on LinkedIn? What about your customers who are on Instagram? What about your customers on TikTok? They'll never know that you created this video if they're not on YouTube as well. Right? So what we teach you to do, we don't teach you to repurpose. That is a a four letter word in in our vocabulary. I know it's a lot more than four letters. but we call repurposing a four-letter word, because repurposing. Like, um perfect example. I um. I, we just hired somebody new, and um, you know, in getting to know her. To, so this is her today's Wednesday for us right now. This is her third day on the job, and she, you know, in a conversation today, she mentioned that in a previous job, job she's done repurposing, and so I asked, her, "Oh, tell me about that. What did you?" Um, Because that didn't come out in her job interview. So tell me, what what did you do for them when you were doing repurposing? How did you do it? She said, oh, I'll take a video that they did and they put on YouTube. And I'll listen to it for the cool parts. And then I'll cut out those cool parts and make another video out of it. That's what most people think of when they think of repurposing. But I want you to understand something that we did with the video that you created. Go all the way back to what I told you where we were in the early two thousands with Google and the problems Google was having, people were searching and the computer could not match what people were saying to how it was thinking, right? Mm-hmm. By creating the title of your video to be exactly what someone says, you create for the computer a one-to-one match. That's why this works. You created a one-to-one match. that says, I'm answering that exact question. So now if you've gone through the beautiful exercise of doing that, why in the world would you ruin it by saying, I'm just gonna cut it up into these parts that sound cool. No, my friend, no, no. That's what repurposing does. We don't do that. What we do instead is we listen to our video and we ask this question, what other questions are my clients asking so some questions of the original one that I also answered in this video? And then we chop the video down to answer those questions. We then take those videos, put it back on YouTube so it can rank again in Google. Then we can take them and also put them on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on LinkedIn. Now, now we get to the place of domination. Now we're getting to the place of domination because what, how we're dominating is by saying, we understand what the customer wants. We're giving it to them. The search engines will recognize that not just Google, but within the platforms, will start to recognize that. That's what you're doing. And they'll start sending you traffic, but wait, there's more. Y'all ready for more? Get ready for more. Let's go. You ready for more? So here's what we did in 2022. In 2022, and this process is called splintering, by the way. So what we call it is splintering. Full name is SEO tuned splintering, but splintering for short. Okay. Here's what we did in 2022 is we took an original video. We splintered it down and then... We were able to get the original video and the splinter video to rank on page one in the same search. Now you're taking up multiple spots on page one. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's more. Because if you thought that was good, it gets better. Because at this point, oh, ten weeks ago, ten weeks ago, Google made another change that nobody knows about or at least no one's paying attention to. And that is, they started indexing TikTok videos. So in 2023, we're figuring out how to get your TikTok video to rank on page one of Google next to your YouTube short, next to your full YouTube video. Can we talk about domination now?
1: Big time. Because that's three spots out of 10. 10. On page well, one. It,
0: gets, it gets even better than that. So, for one of my clients this year, with Justin YouTube, we got them seven out of ten.
1: Whoa, I like that. Seven on the SERP, okay.
0: On page one, seven out of ten.
1: Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
0: Okay. This is why I keep saying, and if you're hearing me, I'm hoping you're understanding that video is the future. And not only is it the future, but you have a major opportunity right now because nobody else is doing this. You know, what I'm dude, you're stupid. YouTube's the number two website or uh, app on the, on the planet. Everybody's doing video. Guess what? That is so very true. And YouTube stats in 2021 said 91% of small businesses in the U.S. do not have a YouTube channel.
1: Another scary point. Do you have a
0: YouTube channel? I'm asking you straight, like you're listening to us. You're listening to me in favor. I'm asking you straight right now. Do you have a YouTube channel? Are you part of that 91%? Guess what? You can get out and get into that 9% and get ahead of everybody else right now. Right now. And I just showed you how. Pick up your phone. You can do it right now.
1: This is big. I think listening to this, and you guys have to replay this because you definitely can't get this in 30 minutes. You have to literally replay, rewind, restart, and rethink because if you reevaluate what you're doing then you can reposition yourself for a better reaction from people who are looking for you actively. Yeah. So absolutely. it's 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 a game changer and I and I love that you've brought this fire, you know, to really set the the next year on on top because when people think about what they're doing, they're not just thinking about themselves, they're thinking about the people they are serving. So yeah. if you're serving someone with five videos in a week and you're giving them 30 seconds of chunks, Trust me, at the the fourth, fifth time, they're going to be like, where, where, where can I sign up? How can I get in contact with you? And then that's yeah. when the business starts to come in. And now this 91% already tells me the same thing too, that in retrospect, they don't have a website. <laughs> so... How are you building business? Oh, it's referrals. Oh, it's word of mouth. Yes, that's great, but-
0: Or they're just doing it on, on, on social.
1: On ah. social, right. And then Instagram shuts down and you're like, oh, that's it.
0: <laughs> and, and, and listen, you know, I, I think that that's such a, a big point because so many people feel like, you know, I'll, I've got my social platforms. Guess what? They can take that away from you in a heartbeat. I had a YouTube channel and I'm, I'm not even joking. I had a YouTube channel with over 1,500 videos, and for no apparent reason, YouTube shut it down. I appealed, 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 and they said no. They said you violated something. They they told me that I violated a rule and handed me a 300-page book and said somewhere here you violated a rule. 1,500 videos gone. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. You got to play, you got to play in those markets. But at the same time, you got to own your own space. You got to have your own website where you can send people to because you never know when the social networks will, will go away. Okay. I've got a friend who owns the largest Google ads agency in the country. He got locked out of his Facebook account because he switched phones and he had the authentication app on one phone. And it didn't transfer to the new phone. And he was running his Google ads. I mean, his Facebook ads here. Lost an entire channel because he switched phones.
1: Hmm.
0: But yeah. Gotta own your own data as much as you can.
1: When I think about what you just said, it also brings it back to your digital real estate. And that to me when it comes to branding is also emailing because a lot of people say i don't need an email i was in a clubhouse room the other day and some person said i don't need emails i'm good i'm like all right is your is your are you elon musk are you are you running some type of business that we don't know about and they're like "Uh, ah i don't have time i don't have someone to do it for me and in my mind i'm wondering how bad do you want this because the people that wanted this bad are going to go on the extra mile to achieve this goal. So could we talk just a little bit before we close about branding, emailing, yeah. packaging, presentation?
0: Yeah. yeah. So it all goes hand in hand. Okay. It all goes hand in hand. And I know a lot of you feel like, oh, I'm just going to create content on social. And people will see me and then they want to buy. It. Like, I love the people. And I'm saying this very sarcastically. So this is you. Understand I'm being sarcastic about you right now. Who take orders in Instagram DMs? Mm. Like what? Right now, understand. So here's the reality. Here, here, here's here's the, the very fundamental reality. Okay. There is money in your email list that you're leaving on the table. On top of it all, your email list is something that you own, that you control. Nobody else owns it. Nobody else controls it. Your email list is your way to communicate directly with your customer. Let me give you an example. I'm going to assume for a moment that you sell a high ticket item of some sort, whatever high ticket means to you, which also means that typically you have a conversation with someone and there's going to be a period in time between when that conversation ends and when they buy, right? Okay, but that's the case. Then what happens in this chasm of space and time between when you had that conversation and when they buy, You know what happens? Life. And when life happens, everything but you are on their mind. When everything but you are on their mind, it becomes easier to do what? Say no to you. Forget that you're solving a problem for them that they need solved. Now, let's talk strategy for a moment. So let's say you you do what we're saying, and you start creating all of these wonderful videos answering questions. Let's say that's what you do. You have all of these great videos. Kudos. I'm so very proud of you. Now you have this conversation with this client. This client asked a couple questions, and now they need a week to think about it. Cool. Guess what? Put them in an email sequence over the next week where you know If they ask these questions, these are the next logical questions that most people ask, send them the videos that you already recorded answering those questions because as life happens to them in this week, what you're also doing is staying top of mind, what you're also doing is showing how much you actually care and understand them because that's what people want. People want to know that you care and that you understand. They wanna truly, truly know that you care and you understand. And there's no better way for someone to know that you care and understand than for them to feel like he answered my question before I even asked it. Mm-hmm. And the only way for them to do that is for you to send them an email. You've got their email address. What are you afraid of? You're afraid they're going to unsubscribe. I get that. I get that. You're afraid they're going to unsubscribe. Guess what? If they were going to unsubscribe, they're also not going to buy. Mm -hmm. Okay? If, If they were that fickle, they were never going to spend money with you. Period. So, do yourself a favor and find out early that they're not going to spend money with you. Send them the email. Let them unsubscribe and then you can stop wasting your time with them. You lose nothing by sending the email. You gain everything by sending it. So send it.
1: That is so true. I heard that one email subscriber equates to about $40. Yeah,
0: depending on your industry, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely absolutely hmm. yeah. absolutely
1: they don't see the yeah. worth though which is alarming they see the worth on instagram <laughs> but they don't see the worth on email
0: and the, the reality of it is uh, in all honesty let's speak let's be real let's let's speak frankly about it most people don't see the worth in, in e- email because they don't research them True. And so they figure somebody else does. Okay. And then I'll tell you a good open rate is twenty percent. Like if you get twenty percent open rate, you're doing well, right? And so that means eighty percent of the people aren't reading your email. Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely, I get it. A hundred percent get it. So let's say for a moment you're selling something that's a thousand dollars, and you have a hundred people on your email list. You send it out, and only twenty percent of the people open. Okay. Great, 20% open, so that's 20 people, okay? So only 10% of them buy, Great. That's what, two people, that's $2,000 in sales, right there. The problem is we get stuck on the 80% who don't open. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, The problem is we get stuck on, oh, 20% open, but of those people never clicked on anything. Yeah, very, very true. And let me ask you this. Let me me crosswalk it for you for a moment. You ever have someone who commented on a social post of yours, or better yet, better yet, you ever go somewhere in real life and run into somebody, maybe you know, maybe you don't, however it may be, but they know your social media account they know the stuff that you've posted, right? I, I remember um, I was I ran into um, a cousin of mine and he says to me, you know, oh man, I gotta come over and get some of the, that, that that you're cooking. I'm like, what? Like, you've never commented on my stuff. I don't even know that you follow me. So people work on social media, but then when they have the opportunity they comment to your face or they'll buy from you. And you just—you diff- don't know how long they've been there. It's the same thing in email. They may never open the email, but they saw your name in their inbox. And so you're branding your name. They know who you are. They're seeing it. They may not read it, but they know when I need whatever it is that's your selling, they know to come back to you that's the beauty of email and
1: you own it mm-hmm. that is so true I feel like this is like the master class of the master classes <laughs> no it's, it's so true because we hear this every day but with the way you've simplified it and given people that hope that hey I still have that space to take over because I have a business that I'm doing for the legacy of my children or the family or you want to maybe have an exit plan, whatever it is that you're doing is going to be impacted by how you are on social media. Even for you to get a job, they're going to check out your social media. Yeah, absolutely. So you can't run away from the fact that we're in a digital technological world. And if you can't put your brand out there in a very systemized format, somehow along the line, you're going to have to hire someone to do it, or you're going to have to spend time. Is it time or money? (laughs) You you got to choose one so this has been really helpful and a big blessing to the podcast show that we don't play show because i know with this episode a lot of people will listen to it over and over and over again till they get it that proof of concept and apply it so that they can come and tell you hey atiba thank you so much for helping me out because without your information without your knowledge without you even showing up there's no way i would have been able to show out like this so i appreciate you for being here today with us
0: no it's my pleasure It's my pleasure, absolutely.
1: Yeah, anytime, anytime. And if there's any way they can contact you, let's say they want to connect with you or follow you somewhere, what options do they have available?
0: So I tell everybody all the time, you can always go to my website. Um, However, that's not actually what I want you to do. You're welcome to. It's not what I want you to do. What I actually want you to do is go to meetatiba.com. That's meetatiba, A-T-I-B-A dot com. That's going to take you directly to my LinkedIn. When you get there, hit the connect button. Connect with me. Then send me a message. Let's have a conversation, human to human. I know you got questions. Let me help answer those.
1: That's simple, direct, and clear. I love that. It's not like, check me out on this platform, on this platform, because they're like, I don't know where to start. (laughs) Exactly yeah wow thank you so much atiba for being here for being part of this amazing show and i'm definitely going to bring you back again soon in the next season so that we can catch up on it Uh, definitely because 1996 to 2022 23 24 who knows where we're going (laughs) yes sir definitely i appreciate Uh, you
0: thank you it's been a pleasure being here thank you for the opportunity to share
1: anytime anytime it's my pleasure to have you here for sure you're the star of the show man you know i'm just watching i'm just listening i'm just sitting back and taking notes and be like yep he said it (laughs) you better follow because i will
0: (laughs) yeah yeah there it is
1: exactly no for sure i hope you have an amazing rest of your day i hope to definitely bring you you back and um god bless definitely this is well
0: amen
1: amen